0: Happy Tuesday, everybody. Oh, KOTG what up, what up? Tuesday, right? KOTG <laughs>
1: Tuesday.
0: Well, let's see who we got. I saw... What's going on, everybody? First in the chat was Rooted, uh, rooted Lawn Co. today. So good for... Papa Moslow. Drunk see lawn guy. Does. The, the president he of the lawn. house team. Yeah. Uh,
2: seen Rooted uh, was with uh, them. Army Worms. Here. Yeah, And they're rare Mm -hmm. around here. And I just, my wife just showed me an article and it was like Ohio lawns getting destroyed by army worms. And I'm like, damn, like, I didn't even know they were up here. Yeah.
3: Yeah, My neighbor, my neighbor found one in his yard. We were talking about grubs. Does it seem worse?
0: Does it seem worse this year than other years?
3: It's it's, it's 2020 of the lawns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, 2020 was so good for the lawn industry. I thought, no, we're, we're. Paying back.
2: Yeah. They're paying us back. Yeah. Like I never yeah. thought I'd get a text from my wife. Hey, have you ever heard of army worms or cutworms? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, actually, it's the talk of the town right now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they were around here. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Stay away.
0: Well, before we get into it, let's uh let's get Nate happy over there. So oh. grab a glass and keep off the grass.
3: I'm not angry. I'm not drinking a bush light tonight.
0: What? Are you all right? Are you feeling good?
3: Ah, i'm feeling all right a little tired but i'm feeling all right (laughs) all right I'd mix it up mix it up with a mixy
5: (laughs) mixy nice
3: will you get some water no a little jack and coke okay Mm. jack and coke good one that's my jam it's my go-to i'll tell you what speaking of drinks so have you ever had captain morgan and seven up so Mm -hmm. i've never had what it tastes like cream soda it's a crazy. buddy of mine would
5: do. Uh, he would do Crown and I think Seven Up, but he really liked that. I don't know if yeah. that's similar, but yeah, I, that, had, uh, I
3: had Captain Seven there. Like, I don't know a couple weekends ago, and I was like, I couldn't figure out what it tastes like. I was like, I couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out, and all of a sudden I'm like, this is like cream soda, and I was mm. like, yes, that's what it was. So you, you guys are interested with in the rail? Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Try it sometime. Let me know what you think. So
0: yeah, well then the Jack and Coke that, that used to give me heartburn when I'd wake up the next <laughs> morning. <time.
3: laughs> see, see, I'm at that I'm not at that age where I take a daily heartburn pill. Oh, so right, okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. okay, all right, all right, yeah. You're covered. <laughs> nice. Well, welcome everybody. <laughs> CNN, everybody.
0: <laughs> welcome everybody to uh, episode uh, 33 of uh, Keep Off the Grass. Uh, I'm Sean from Sean's Midwest Lawn, and tonight we're going to be talking about uh, what to do after you overseed your lawn, uh, aside from uh, stand there all sweaty with your hands on your hip, looks all proud. Um, and, <laughs> but uh, but before we get little into little. the topic, um, yeah. I want to throw it over to uh, to Zach, uh, Mister Backyard, all day uh, to uh, to show us what he's been working on the last couple of days.
2: Well, I haven't been working on this, and uh, Brian, who <laughs> vauntism. He uh, he created this website a while back, but thought I'd kind of showcase it a little bit real quick. Um, so if you go to kotg.live, that's our website. You can see you can get all our info, where we're at, all our episodes. They're all embedded into um, the website. Um, you can shows a map, shows where we're all at on the map. You can kind of see we're all there's a little cluster, and then we you know we got Brian Launtism out on his own in Utah. It's kind of cool. Sean put together this map. Um, so you know, it kind of says who we are. We're a DIY community. I mean, we are brothers. You know, we may disagree, we may have different views, but we're brothers and we're DIY lawn enthusiasts. So, I mean, don't get it twisted. You can see all of the previous long of the week winners. So, you go to the long of the week tab. Um, we have a long of the week. You can enter by hashtag KOTG long of the week um, in a post and, um, it shows every winner that we've had, um, from episode 15 is when we started it. Um, we're on 33 now. So, you know, do the math, but if you go through each, um, person, it will actually have a link to their Instagram account. So you can, uh, click and check them out. So, you know, uh, smoking stripes, Alan, he was our first winner and it goes all the way down to our current, um, KOTG long the week, which is Alex Mitchell. So that's pretty awesome. Um, that's smooth. Check it out.
5: And don't hashtag us in a story. I mean, you can, but it's got to be an actual post right. where it lives beyond 24 hours. And then don't, don't DM us, you know, do a post cause we like to creep on that hashtag and, and look <laughs> sc- scope out the, the newest uh, submissions. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if it includes reels. I, I mean, reels don't go away. So if you do a cool reel, maybe some video, I mean, I think that'd be fine too. I'm not sure if those show up in that either, but if it does, I think that's fine too. Yeah. But yeah, nice. don't just put it in a story because that'll go away.
2: We could do a reel as long as yeah. it's showing the lawn, you know, 90% of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And bon- bonus points for creativity. Let's see what, uh, oh, yeah. see what people can do. Yeah. Thanks for showing us Zach and uh, appreciate the work. Uh all, all the behind the scenes work that Brian does to, to do that. But, uh, you know, you you could take credit for that tonight since, uh, since he's not here, Zach, if you want. So we also have joining us tonight, um, our guest, uh, viewer, uh, he won last week to, uh, to join the show this week. And, uh, that is Ron from LTZ lawn care NJ. And I'm guessing the NJ is New Jersey, right, Ron? That's
1: correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. About uh, 10 minutes from Brent, you know, so. Nice. It's What's the LPZ? That's my kids' initials. Very cool. Uh, oh.
0: Nice. Yeah. See, the lawn is a place where I go to get away from my kids, and you're bringing them <laughs> into your. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I get them out there, you know, they, they help me when, you know, the leaves fall, and it's like, right. you know, here, run the blower, go ahead, you know. Right, push right, the mower. Yeah. yeah. Then nice. they like running through the piles of leaves and, you know, what kid doesn't, so.
0: Yeah. Well, Ron, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what uh, what kind of grass you have, what got you into lawn care, uh, what kind of mower you got, all that all that good stuff.
1: Uh, well, I got uh, I've received um, my front yard with the Black Beauty from Jonathan Green, um, nice. and then I also hit it with the, uh, this past fall, uh, with the uh, Kentucky Blue, I did a little mix of both, um, and then the backyard, I hit it with the, um, I used the Jonathan Green again, the uh, tri rye and um, the fall mix because my back gets destroyed with the dogs and kids. So, you know, I figured front yard can look, uh, look better than the back, you know, with the fence up, nobody can see it anyway. So, <laughs> smart man. <laughs> that's a working yard in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's, you know, you, you get the, now I got the pool back there, you got you know, all kinds of stuff, the swing set. So, it, you know, it takes a beating.
0: It's like the mullet, right? Your party up front, business in the yeah, back. Business
1: yeah, business in the back,
5: exactly. Or <laughs> <laughs> a
0: reverse mullet,
3: I guess. Yeah. Reverse, how reverse. do you like rolling around
5: that uh, that swing set? I know Nate, you guys uh, got a swing set too, right?
3: that's a damn thing, yeah. yeah
5: we not we not have one in it in this place.
3: Uh, I'm hoping it comes down out. soon.
5: Is yours metal,
1: Ron? Is yours like a metal, metal one, or is it wood? A, it's a small, smaller wood one. It's um, yeah, you know. But yeah, you know how to work around it. You trim it, you know, trim it underneath it and figure it out.
3: See yeah, one of uh, one of my best, best you can. One of my tactics has been to hit the legs of it with the string trimmer a lot. Yeah,
5: to yeah, see so if it falls see,
3: over. see if I can get that sucker to fall over and be like, look, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's caught. Oh, we got we got to get rid of my. it. It's not safe. It's not safe. It's. I'm working <laughs> on it.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, mine, mine's <laughs> getting there. The one, the one, yeah.
0: Well, Ron, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, and and you know we'll be talking all about uh, you know what are the things we do once we get the seed down. You know we've picked the kind of seed that we want. We've made sure to buy the seed early as possible because of you know how difficult it is, especially this year. Um, we got the seed down, and you know now. And now we, we're wondering all, you know, what to do or what are the kind of secrets to encourage germination and, and get uh, get good results. So, what uh, what's the first thing you guys do after, after you get your seed down? Crack a beer
2: and turn them sprinklers <laughs> on and just be like, shit. <laughs> hell yeah. 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 That's like, that's the best yeah. feeling in the world is like when you Pop put a in couple work of ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> you crack a beer and you're just chilling. You just watch your sprinklers and be like, yep. All right. Let's. <laughs> let's, yep. let's hope this works out.
5: You're right. Yeah. yeah. Cross your fingers and hope it all turns yep. out good. Is have
0: you found that one type of beer kind of gives you better results than than another type of beer? Zach? Come on oh, now. Man. Man. Come on. <laughs> Come on.
3: You can spill a little bit on the line. That's probably the first seed that'll pop.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Pour pour one out. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. And,
5: I think water is definitely, you know, that's like super important, right? I mean, I think. If you don't have some kind of a timer where you can set your sprinklers up and let them be while you go off to work, you know, unless you can tend to it while you're at home all day, that I think is a huge, I mean, this is the one time I think we're having some kind of irrigation really gives you a leg up and setting timers and doing, you know, short, short little spurts throughout the day. So you kind of keep a little layer of moisture. You know, I think that's, that's what helped me anyway. I I think I really do. Um, game changer was the, was the water.
3: Yeah, I guess just kind of hit on that a little bit. You know, normal watering pattern is less frequent, but longer. You know, you're probably targeting a half an inch per session, you know, two to three sessions a week, you know, so that inch to inch and a half per week, that's what you want to do. Frequent and deep. Yes, you know, (laughs) kind of like a married man. But, uh, (laughs) but, uh, you know, when you switch to seating though, your mindset and your game plan has got to completely change, you know, and that's what, Uh, Bill was hitting on the, you know, you want to, you know, your short spurts again, probably like a married man, but you know, you gotta, you gotta completely change your timer programs, go with a different set. Um, me personally, I, I use the morning dew as kind of my first, um, I guess, you know, moistening. So some people have said, you know, you gotta get that first one on there at 5.00 AM. I typically don't because I kind of like I said, use that morning dew. I know some people will say, hit it for like two minutes to kind of knock that off the grass or I mean, <laughs> off the, to, to knock it off. But, uh, I don't, So,
2: well, I but, a, <laughs>
3: <man>. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, uh, I'll run mine, you know, starting my first one around like 9am. Um, and it's just for like eight minutes, maybe 10 minutes max, you know, you can even go five to 10 minutes somewhere in there and you want to hit all zones with that. Um, I typically go about every four hours, maybe six hours Oli, quit smiling over there. You can't even, <laughs> you probably can't, you probably can't reload in six hours, buddy.
2: <laughs> no, B- Bill hit it right. Like people who have in-ground irrigation or irrigation, they, you know, you really do have a leg up Yeah. because, um, honestly the biggest thing I'm dreading about, like I've been dethatching, aerating, I- I'm, I'm dreading setting up my sprinklers for it. I mean like i'm gonna that, that's mm-hmm. gonna take me the longest out of my whole overseed and i'm doing a yeah. pretty aggressive overseed i, I kind of got into it but i mean that's gonna take me a while and i'm dreading I'm, i am I gotta do that tomorrow but i'm i'm dreading setting all that up right. dragging all the hoses around setting yeah, up the man. timers yeah. but it's like you know uh, you gotta so, do it because if you right. don't it's all for yeah. you know and then yeah ugh. then it, it doesn't even make it worthwhile yeah. so I mean. <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right yeah and i mean you know the the typical you know rule of thumb or whatever you want to call it is, uh, you know, like, like Nate said, it's every, every four hours you want to do the, the watering, especially, especially if you're, you're, you're seeding onto bare ground, uh, since you don't have anything there to kind of help hold the moisture. Um, even, even top dressing, you know, you're still fully exposed to the sun and everything, but, um, you know, you got to do every four hours for a few, five ten minutes each. Uh, and they, they say that the seven eleven three and seven, are like the ideal kind of times to to do it. I don't know if that, you know, if that's actually the ideal times or kind of the, you know, that general kind of rule or advice or whatever that's kind of popped up. But seven, eleven, three, and seven, just an easy way to think about it.
5: Yeah, it makes Good, sense. Uh, you get
1: it early enough.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah the I mean
1: help is it that top like you said, that top dressing, you know, if you get that player mm-hmm. of down in there, you know, especially if you core core aerate and receive, and you yeah. know, throw enough of it in there that hopefully that with the ground being, you know, a little bit cooler, it, it holds that moisture in and it keeps that seed, you know, and I've had good results doing that myself, you know, um, with the peat moss and stuff.
2: So, and are you, so you that, lay the seed, is everybody covering it? I mean, let's start there. Like you yeah, lay the that's seed what I was yeah. before you even turn on the sprinklers. Um, I mean, are you guys covering it or like, what, what's, uh, what do you do after you lay the seed? Let's, let's say we're talking overseed. Hmm. Um, what, what do you I do? Don't.
3: When yeah. I'm overseeding, I personally don't so
0: yeah
2: because
3: i i still got probably you know, i still got some of the pre-existing seed there yeah it's gonna have be some coverage so right um, if you got
5: a good turf established you can it'll get down in there and they'll protect yeah. it you're thinking that's kind of what i did the previous years was just throw the seed kind of rake it in lightly with like one of those you know a leaf rake or whatever so it falls to the soil this year i'm gonna get some some topsoil delivered and i'm pretty pumped about that and that that was a Zach, exactly. the question I wanted to know was like, should I? Do I need to like? So you put down the topsoil, spread your seed right. Should I get one of those like those weighted stampers and like try to go around stamp it, or maybe rent a a roller to, to kind of squish it in that topsoil, or can I just lay some peat moss and use your a striper? Day? What would be better? Oh well, yeah, use, I your, use that.
3: Use your striper on your mower.
5: Just walk across mm-hmm. the yard with that thing yeah, behind You would it. say that. That's right.
0: Do. <laughs> <laughs> just don't go crooked or wavy. Just, on it just when you go, go it. straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's... it's ideal to work it into the soil a little bit. Like, yeah. what do they say? Like a quarter inch at least. But um, you know, if I'm, well, I shouldn't say it, when I'm overseeding my lawn. You know, that's already the established, you know, mature yeah. areas of my lawn. I usually I don't worry about putting down peat moss. Um, you know, because I I generally aerate core aerate before I, right before I overseed. Um, so, you know, that way the seed is like falling down into those cores, um, and getting that seed to soil contact sort of down there a little bit too, especially as those cores kind of dissolve and work back into the holes. Um, but you know, if I'm seeding on bare areas or even just like a patch kind of area that doesn't have grass, then yeah, I do put a little, little top dressing, a little peat moss, uh, over top of it, or even compost uh, to, uh, to hold moisture and kind of protect, protect the seed a little bit. So that that's the distinction, you know, overseeding into an existing lawn. I don't really, you know, don't really worry about it, especially if you're core aerating. Uh, but then, you know, going on bare ground, you know, that's definitely when you kind of need to make sure you're working the, the seed into the soil and, uh, and then, uh, getting some sort of top dressing ideally on top of it. Um, you know, just to give that extra, extra layer of protection, extra layer of moist moisture, moist.
1: Uh, did any of you guys see, I guess like I follow the lawn care nut. So, uh, you know, so it's one just recent, his video, uh, I guess he went and reseeded somebody's property last year. And I guess they had some issues with, uh, you know, it was new construction and mm-hmm. uh, I guess he, somebody, wherever he was doing it, he had a guy come out and they have these uh, portable hydro seeders. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they, the guy kid came out with that and he, he you know, thinned his mix and he over, basically overseeded the whole lawn with that you know with that overseed and uh that hydro which yeah. is pretty sharp that's yeah that was good
0: and that that's got the that tackifier in it too to help kind of stick it right, stick, stick it on the say, ground yeah, like yeah. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like glue almost so that's that's a good way to not to not get uh you know or to help kind of avoid runoff and, and stuff like that too
2: and i almost did yeah. it but i didn't want to mess it up I I don't know how to use it. I mean, so, but I mean, yeah, a place like literally like a mile from me, I can rent one out. It's pretty cheap too. I mean, for what you're getting, but I mean, yeah, I didn't, Yeah, I don't know how to use it. Yeah. And spray and
1: pray, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's exactly what that is. And
2: and Oli, you, you got
0: a big yard. So is there anything, you know, that you think about doing first differently with, with a big yard versus us? You know that have you know ten thousand and
4: under you know typical homeowner lawns. Or as, as, as far as doing things differently,
0: yeah. Like what? What do you think about doing first after you oversee it on your big on your big lawn?
4: Um, like once I've already core plugged and starter mm-hmm. fur and all the good stuffs down, Uh just like you keep it wet. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know like to,
1: host to the neighbors.
4: Yeah, I wish. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hope for pray, pray for some light <laughs> rain. Yeah. yeah. You know, no yep. no gully washers. You know, yeah, nothing like yeah. that. Like right now, a lot of people's getting prepared. And like myself, I'm trying to get some stuff prepped, and I got it looking pretty freaking good. And tomorrow, that rain's supposed to come through from the hurricane, so I quit, and uh, I'm just going to let it do what it do. And if it washes, then go back and get back on it. But that's one thing is, I guess when you get ready to do all this stuff, is look at the weather. Mm if it's going to be 90 degrees next week, hold off, you know, that kind of stuff. Cause I know a lot of people get excited when it cools down a little, they're ready to jump on it. And next thing you know, I mean, it can turn back in the nineties and you don't want to waste the grass seed. Right.
0: Yeah. Especially, especially if you, if you don't have a irrigation system or something where you could keep the water, keep the water to it. Those, those little baby grass plants are, they're, they're pretty
3: delicate. Yep. Yeah. I know. I Pepper know. I grass,
1: till like end of september beginning of like october to to do mine up here in jersey because like you said we get them crazy days where yeah like you said it can't hit 90 degrees and you're like what the hell It's the end of the end of summer and, and we're hitting 90 degrees yeah plus days you know?
5: yep yeah here in mid-missouri i used to do mine at the end of september so like whatever that last weekend is in september so that way i could be mowing you know right around halloween um but i feel like at least where I'm at here the past couple of years, I think it's gotten colder a little earlier. So I'm going to try to do it mid, mid September. this should maybe push it up two weeks. So the weekend of the 11th and the 12th, I'm not on call and, and the wife <laughs> gave me the go ahead. So I should have all my, my dirt and all my core aerated done, and yeah. throw it down. Um, hoping that, yeah, we'll get the water going and we don't get too many hot days. So that's, yeah, that's definitely a, you know, you got to find that balance between, you know, how early where it's still summertime versus how much do you want to be able to mow and, and see that grass really established before the right. cold weather comes in and it, it stops?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I that's- know, last I was just gonna say last year I did mine and like I looked at the forecast and everything, and like five days later it got up in the hundreds. Yeah. And I didn't see that coming. Um, but it was still okay. So I mean, if it does happen, just keep your watering program going. Right. You know, yeah. don't water is key. Right. Don't freak out or anything. It's still right. gonna be okay. So
0: Right. Yeah. And the, the warm, you know, if you want to kind of look at a good silver lining kind of thing, you know, the, the warm grass seed makes your, or the warm soil temperatures make your grass seed germinate faster, kind of establish a little bit faster too. So, you know, if you can keep the water to it, you can get through those, those hot spots. you know, you don't want to go too early, like in the middle of summer or something, but you know, if you can keep the water on the, the little baby grass, <laughs> then, uh, then, uh, you know, you, you should, you should be okay. Should be okay. Yeah.
3: So I, I got a question. So only kind of said something. I about jumped in, but I didn't. So starter fur. Mm. When do you guys put that down? So I've heard a there's no there's no right or wrong, but I've heard people put it down prior to seeding. I've heard people put it down like when they seed. I've heard it three to five days after you seed. Uh, what's your guys' recommendation? And what do you kind of do for your own your own lawns?
1: I do a day of
3: day yeah. of. Yeah, that's
1: what yeah. I usually do. Yeah, sometimes I'll I'll even just mix the two together in the uh, you know in the hopper from overseeding. Yeah, and just kind of coat the whole yard. Figured, with the, you know, yeah, I don't I know anything
5: you- about like exact dates, but I would imagine like you know, you you put your fertilizer down, it's going to be there for a few weeks in the soil before it eventually right. you know gets away, and, and uh, whatever the established turf won't use all of it up within a within a couple of weeks that, that germinating grass seed will first feed off of the, the seed itself, but then eventually it will start using some of that. So I bet by the time it starts to germinate and really draw nutrients from the soil, I would imagine all that s- stuff you put down is already dissolved and kind of established in that top layer, hopefully. So you're so saying yeah, you're rather than, gran-
2: granular, you're talking about granular.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what I, yeah. That, so that's the perspective mm-hmm. I'm coming from is granular. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. If you're watering a little bit, couple times a day, every day, it's going to get its way down in there. So that when the, when the seeds are ready to start doing that, I mean, that's how I view it. You could do it a week earlier. I just feel like it's unnecessary unless you don't want to exhaust yourself from top dress in and then, you know, spread your seed after that. You know, if you want to do it a yeah. week ahead of time, that's probably fine too. I just figure do it all at once if you can.
0: Yeah. I can't, I can't remember which, which macro element it is, but one, one of the it's either phosphorus or potassium like the actual element has to like touch the root of the plant to get absorbed. Um, so it like moves to the soil super slowly and it actually, like I said, has to physically like as it moves through the soil profile, like contact the root to get taken up. So, you know, if there's no roots down there yet, you know, you're not going to have any uptake. So, you know, if if, if yeah. you're putting it down early, you know, that I don't think you're going to like waste it, but you know, that that's something to think about too.
3: Yeah. I know last year I did mine, like I think three or four days after, um, I threw the seed down. I actually, I think mm-hmm. I, I, as soon as I just saw some of that rye start to pop and then I threw it down essentially thinking, okay, now the KBG is kind of doing its thing. And, you know, a week later, it's going to kind of be in that good time zone. So I was just curious. I've heard, I've heard people do it all different ways. And I don't think there's a right or wrong. There might be a mm-hmm. best better, but I think for people listening, you know, if you happen to forget, or you don't have any starter fertilizer, and you run out two days later and throw it down, I think you're still okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's I've, my... I've
1: even gone to to I don't have you don't have starter fertilizer. I just use like a it Yeah, it's got a little bit of nitrogen mm. in there just to jumpstart it, and you just kind of hey go with it, you know. And by yeah. up by here, us here in Jersey, uh, you know we have that. I guess we have. I use Ocean Grow, which is the alternative to malorganite you know it, it's sure you're getting a 30 pound bag for what 18 20 sort of 25 dollars. sometimes this is like eight nine dollars a bag so it's it's 50 nice. pounds and it's you yeah know, so i'll just stock up at the beginning of the season i'll buy 10 to you know, 12 bags and right between uh you know my my house and i take care of my my mom's and uh you know my in-laws right. so i just you know i have enough that i know okay i'm gonna get through the season if i need more i'll run down
0: yeah, with that more, but... with that New Jersey uh, sewage uh, sludge and <laughs> yeah, there's so yeah. chock full of pizza and water <laughs> ice and all that stuff. Yeah, sure.
5: <laughs> so yeah, we got uh, we got Menards out here, so we have mm-hmm. their version. I think it, I think that comes from the good folks in Houston. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what they're eating down there, but yeah, I had some extra bags of that that I just spread it out uh, in the common area that I'm not really going to oversee in, in top dress, but I thought about putting that in my actual lawn just to kind of have it in there now, but it's been so hot. I figured, nah, you know, I'm, I'm hot and sweaty. I'm going to go inside, take a shower, drink a beer and I'm done. So I'll just, I'll just fertilize when I, when I seed this time.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of starter fertilizer, you know, Scott's makes that starter fertilizer with mesotrione in it. Right. So you're kind of, you know, getting that preventative weed, uh, herbicide in the granular fertilizer, so, but what, I mean, what do you guys think about mesotrione or tenacity, right? A, a lot of people put that down when they seed. Uh, is that something you guys do too?
2: Bill, what are you using?
5: Oh man, <laughs> I'll be using Anderson's. <laughs> they, uh, they were generous enough to send me a bag of it. So I, I was going to use some of their lawn box stuff, but it's been so hot. I opted not to. Um, but I got a bag of their, uh, of their starter fur with the mest trial. I bought one too cuz I wasn't sure if they're going to contact me in time. So now I got two giant ass bags of uh starter for it. So I'm I'm set for a couple of seasons I think. Uh, but I think definitely that mest will help with the, you know, the the weed kind of base I have in this yard. I wouldn't necessarily need it at my old place I think because of my weed coverage and my pre-emergent was was pretty good, but I think it'll be beneficial this year. I can already see some, some wild grasses popping up after doing a light scalp last weekend. Like, ah, shoot, I got to hit those things again. Maybe, uh, one more application, um, or maybe the, maybe the tenacity will, will do something about that. If I, if I scalp it again, top dress overseed, lay it down, maybe that'll help. I'm learning. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I I probably wouldn't mess with the tenacity if I didn't have to, but I mean, I got some bent grass and it's one of the few things that kind of has a target on bent grass. So, I mean, I'll probably apply it after I seed. Um, but that's, that's my only reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to ask is, you know, do you even kind of worry about weeds, you know, coming up at the same time your grasses, since we're getting to the end of the weed growing season, at least for the annual weeds, right. Or, um, you know, do, do you worry about it? Or you just say, ah, you know, they'll, they'll die over the winter and then I'll get my pre-emergent down in the spring and just get back on the herbicide program next year. You know, is that, is, do you, do you guys actually worry about, you know, the weeds coming up with your grass?
4: I got, I know that at last year was the first time I used, uh, uh, tenacity or the active ingredients. What is it? How you say it? Mesotrione. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I sprayed it last year as I was seeding. And then I done a in the back, back here, I left about a 20 foot by 100 without the tenacity.
5: Interesting. Night and okay, day okay.
4: difference in uh, hen bit pressure whenever after everything was seeded. I mean, I could see a straight line where I did and did not spray. Um, wow. So it actually done a great job of being a pre emergent at seeding time and if you're definitely going from bare ground you want all the help you can get from weed pressure you know yeah i did
5: see that the first year at my old place when i had a lot of bare spots i had used that that anderson with a mistrown and and i could see those a few weeds pop up turn white and then just kind of and then but when you when you did that first mow they were you know they were gone you know, that was pretty yeah. cool to see, but I hadn't needed it since, but I think, I think it'll come in handy this time around. But it, yeah, my concern is that I don't want it popping up and leaving bare spots where I'm trying to overseed. Cause yeah, I would imagine most of that stuff will be gone and then I can do my pre emergent next, next spring or whatever. But if there's some of this perennial wild grass that I don't want, my fear is that that would come back and cause problems next year.
4: And see one thing is whenever your core plugging or whatever you're doing, you're always, always disturbing the soil. There's always weed seed and garbage in there. And as you're tearing it up and flipping it around, you're exposing it. So, you know, that does help. The tenacity does help as far as making things clean.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So usually I just spot, like I'll spot spray with the hand can, you know, if I see stuff for a lot of time, I'll get clover, you know, if that pops up, you just kind of go out there, hit it with that and, you know, this way you're not killing the, you know, the whole yard blanket, spraying right. it or whatever, you know, and I seem to have good results with that the last, uh, last two years doing it that way. You know, and yeah. again, like they always say, you're, you're never going to have a weed free lawn. You know, it, it's just a matter of how, you know, how thick your lawn is that it allows the weed to grow through, you know, and right, you know, I seem to abide by that. Cause I, you know, I've noticed that with mine, it's, you know, especially now it's starting to come into fall, my lawn will thicken up and, and, you know, it'll get, where the kids will be out there running around on it and if they, they're worried about getting hurt. It's like, no, you're not going to get hurt. It's like carpets. So.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny we talk about, you know, keeping the weeds out, but I'm working on uh, my buddy's lawn in the city uh, and we're doing a fescue white clover mix this year. We want to do yeah. um, that, that pollinator mix that Barenbrug has um we're putting that in his lawn he wants to do beekeeping and all that stuff next year so i told him Mm -hmm. i'd help him out and and we're actually going to put clover into his lawn i'm i'm spraying i'm in the process of spraying it out now to uh try to get
1: as much of the junk cleared out jonathan green i think was one of the ones that came out with a micro clover Mm -hmm. or something you can
0: you
1: can you know do your whole yard with that and it's kind of yeah it's funny i was talking to a guy the other day and he says yeah you know i was cutting my grass and he's it, it's weed, but when you cut it low, it's green. So <laughs> yeah, I, <care. laughs> yeah. I start laughing because now I'm starting to see crabgrass starting to pop up. Okay, here the crabgrass. Here, you know, here right,
2: right, right.
1: It's at that point where it's like, all right, I really don't care. Like, yeah, I'll spray it, but whatever. I'm going to be getting ready to reseed anyway. So right, yeah,
0: yeah, and that's what my my buddy's lawn is. You know, he just moved into the house in the city, and the, you know, it's clear that no one took care of the lawn before. So it's just a mix of everything, including. uh, even some wild Bermuda in there. So it's going to be a big, big yeah, pain oh, man, in the butt man. to, to try to clear it out. I'm going over there to spray second time tomorrow. So we'll, we'll see how close we can get to, to getting all That's the crap like, out. But yeah. I would imagine
5: finished.
1: that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. It was, yeah. It was three, like at least three years, but right? Cause I just, I'm going to be in this house now five. And, uh, you know, first moving in, it's like, okay. You know, oh, there's a bear spot. And I go and I buy the, uh, Pennington complete, you know, one step, throw it in there. Okay, great. It started growing and it dies. And it's like, yeah, okay, the, the patch go get, stuff. Yeah. Go get sod. Okay. Get sod, put sod in your water, <laughs> your water, it dies. It's like, you know, there's one spot in my front where I sod it and it, it looks good. You know? And then finally it was just like three, but like this, the third year in, I was finally like, you know, fed up with it. And that's when it started reseeding and everything. And, you know, you look at the picture from, from like 2017 to, to 2019, you're like, okay, well, I did good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how, you know, just getting some fresh grass in and, you know, even, even if you have an older house with, you know, a lawn that's mature and established, putting in, you know, those new cultivars that are, you know, bred over the last few years to have the disease resistance and all that, all that stuff. You know, it's, it's amazing how much of a difference that, that kind of makes and gets you on that trajectory to actually, you know, having a nice lawn. So, Well,
1: it's like they say with just what he's using this Pro Vista and stuff and it's like mm. that. Is it worth it, you know, for especially me up in Jersey? I don't know, is it worth it, you know, when you, you sit there, you're like, like a couple of weeks ago, what you have, uh, uh, Tuckahoe Turf, he's talking about it. he's got Bermuda in New Jersey. You know, it's like, okay, you know, my father was in Florida, and he's like, yeah, I got Bermuda, you yeah, know, I got this, I got, I got, my I got, you know, and, and uh, I wouldn't just, mess yeah. with Pro
2: Vista when uh, glyphosate's gonna be going <laughs> right. getting banned soon. I mean, <laughs> I have that, you'll have that shit for the rest of your life, right? Oh man, but uh. Hey, I, I was going to mention, um, Alan Carter mentioned, uh, after his initial dose of starter furt he likes to apply another dose of starter furt four weeks after that. Mm. So, you know, shit. so after your initial starter furt, are you guys, w- what's your next step? Oh,
4: yeah. Shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm usually
0: throwing some sort of, you know, once the grass germinates, especially, um, I like to put kelp on it just to, kind of help the roots get growing and, you know, help the, the, the plant, um, you know, go through the cell division. That's what the, the cytokine hormones and the kelp kind of do for the plant. Um, so, you know, I want those benefits, you know, that's, that's a really good thing to have on, on your, your germinating grass. Um, but yeah, once, once you kind of get through that, you know, four four weeks is when I look to hit it with the next round of, of fertilizer and that, you know, that puts me right about the time where I'm starting my, uh, my fall nitrogen blitz too. So, you know, that's, that's pretty good timing to, to start throwing down the, the, the heavy, heavy nitrogen application. Uh, I usually wait till, I usually wait till it germinates at at least until it it germinates since, um, you know, the walk
5: on it or do you go around where you don't, are you worried about walking on the, newly germinated grass
0: or no, I don't, if, if it's, if it's, um, you know, like a bare area, like that I'm patching or something like that, I'll try to, you know, try to avoid that. But, you know, if I'm just walking through my, you know, lawn that I overseeded, I don't, I don't, I usually don't worry about it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll get out there and spray it. And, um, you know, I wait till it germinates because the kelp, you know, has a better sort of absorption through the plant through the foliar. So you got to wait for there to be, Foley foliage on something the, there. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so, um, no, no, what about
1: using like a hydrotain or something on, on, you know, I don't know. I, mean, I first year I used it was just this year, Yeah. you know, it was, you know and it seemed to have good results with it, but I, I don't know if it's something you could do, you know, if you're reseeding, you know, could you hit it with hydrotain? I thought about that. that. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: I mean, that that was one of the studies that they have on their, their website is that they did a study to see how it aids in germination and it got, you know, better germination results, using it especially
1: if you're if you're in a core aerate or something where you know your seed's going to get down into the core you know and and you're going to hit that and if it's in that soil you know it's open wise you're watering it Mm -hmm. you know you're getting it that much more into the root zone where you know is it going to work better or what you know right maybe give it a try this year and see what happens yeah
0: yeah i don't think it could hurt (laughs) but uh but yeah so when when uh you know zach's question about fertilize when when do you guys kind of hit your next round of fertilizer on on the turf
4: normally I do, 30
0: days i, mean, I do it right away
2: but i mean i go based on my soil test i mean i'm not putting starter furt down a second round mm-hmm. unless you know i think i need some phosphorus because you know starter for typically high in phosphorus but um i'm actually lower in phosphorus so mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I just apply my second app um probably four weeks after germination and Apply to my soil test needs. What's up, Oli? You were kind
4: of—that's thirty days after germination. Hit it again. Yeah. What do you? What do you, you use What you typically hit it with? Depends on what's on hand. You know, if I had my choice, probably like propete seventeen oh four. You know, give it the ammonium sulfate, get it jumping. Um, you know, because the starter fert already had the potassium, the uh, phosphorus in it. You know, to start with. So, and, and far as starter fertilizer, I put mine down the same day And the way I look at it is go ahead, put it down that way. When the plant needs it, it's there. And also depending on, you never know what the weather's going to do. Like, you know, if you don't put it down and then you get a bunch of rain and you can't get back on top of it, then, you know, you don't have it out there type thing. And, uh, yeah. and I always put it down the same day. And I and something I do a good bit is I spray the uh, the soil hum from Simple Lawn Solutions that has the seaweed in it or whatever mm-hmm. at seeding. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a nice thing about the PermaGreen. I can be slinging the seed and spraying, and then whenever I do like the starter fert, I can be spraying Tenacity or something else at that mm-hmm. time. So, but I've I've seen good germination out of doing that, uh, simple on solutions, soil you. Yeah. And you, you do a ask- little test like in, in containers and sprayed, you know, one with the humic acid kelp mix and then the other just water and compare them. And it's, it's pretty, I can see a difference in, um, not necessarily just germination, but like more germination, more consistency.
3: Mm-hmm. And you're doing that day of seed or like a few days day, after?
4: I do it day of. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, you probably could like, you know, like Sean was saying later, but you know, when I'm out there and, and the ground's dry and everything's good and I can yeah. run the permagreen, I'm just, I'm putting everything down because yeah. I've, I've done that before and then we get a bunch of rain and then you can't go back out there until things dry up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with the, the big lawn too. You gotta, you gotta kind of do a lot of stuff.
0: Oh. At once. If you spread it out, you'll, you'll never get out of your lawn. If you always be out there applying, applying something every day. I know you work in your lawn every day though, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you never, never get out of your lawn. If you keep kind of waiting for, uh, applying all the different stuff.
4: So Zach, was, are you uh,
5: doing a soil test like a couple weeks after seeding to check your soil then, or are you doing it one before your initial seed? Then you do your starter. Like when do you soil test to get that second app to tell you what to put down or what you're, what you're needing?
4: First I'm of all, basing. don't do any soil test until about 30 or 60 days after fertilizer. Yeah. Your soil test will be a lot.
2: show all your fertilizer. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <pick> <laughs> you with that? I've Hey-o. seen some people doing that too, where like, you know, there'll be like three of the macronutrients sky high. And it's like, okay, you scooped up some fur, man. Like, but uh, oh, uh, peak. <laughs> I'm just basing mine off uh, my spring soil test. Okay. Okay. And, um, so it's not something
5: new. You're doing it. I kind of know where or? my pH
2: was, you know, I had like a 6.9 PO or, uh, pH. And so, you know, I'm kind of, I know I didn't like not lower bad. it by like a percent this year by a couple yeah. apps of apps to software. So, you know, I kind of know where I'm at. I'm, I know where my MPK levels are at mm-hmm. um, based on what I applied. So I based it off that, but I mean, so do you guys still apply phosphorus, even though if you are high in FOS? for starter when you seed? Yeah. I, see. Go
0: ahead. I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on that. Cause I'm, I, I'm pretty high in FOSS and I, you know, that's the thing you got to avoid, right. Is that FOSS lockout, right. When you get too much in your soil. So, um, you know, I, I think I have lockout in my soil, so I got to put more down to get into the plant anyways. Um, but Yeah. I mean, that, that's something you gotta be really, really careful about. And, and if, uh, and I don't know if that's one of those things where you could, um, you know, how, how we kind of talked about before, you know, kind of put the, something like a a humic acid or something down to kind of, you know, unlock something in there, in your soil or, um, you know, better, better adjust your pH and, and, and get things kind of moving in the right direction to unlock those nutrients in your soil. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. That that's that's something I gotta I gotta read up a little bit on uh I, I feel like um Dr. Greg, Greg Munshaw was in the, the chat a couple of weeks ago talking about something like that. And I'll have to go back and see what he said. But, but yeah, that's something
4: to, you definitely don't want too much uh too much FOSS. But the thing about it is is you know, the question for somebody like him the answer is all right, so your FOSS is high and it's high because it's locked up and it's not plant available. So if you're seeding, you need to give it some, you know, some phosphorus. So then yes, I actually had that discussion with somebody the other day and I was told that I was wrong. But the way I look at it is if it's not plant available, then give it some.
5: So is it something you think where it's like, okay, you know, typically only 10% of the phosphorus is available to the plant at any given time. So if you just simply load it with more phosphorus, then... Just by default, even though it's ten percent, you'll have more available. Is that is that kind of what, what you're thinking about?
4: Well, basically, like if it's locked up, it's in the soil. Yeah, the you plant can't use it. Test, and you're seeding. You got new roots. Well, the plant can't take it. No re- no way, because it's locked up. So, give it some starter fertilizer that's available at that time.
5: Yeah, but not yeah. through the
4: rest of the year, you know, because you're already high. So that's when you go yeah. into a like a seventeen the one time, or something. Yeah. Yeah,
5: I never really thought about it that in depth before. So this is, this year is the first year that I did a soil test. In years past, I would either just do like the less go starter fert, and then I would maybe follow up with like a bag or two of malorganite right before the season ends. And I just figured, you know, it's it's low and it's super organic, slow release. If it's not going to be used, it'll just be there for for the next year. Now that may not be the most ideal thing to do, but that's kind of where I was last year. And The lawn was okay. I'm trying to be more conscientious of it, of it this year. So I honestly, I haven't decided what I'm going to do after the starter furt. Um, but I guess a lot of that will maybe depend on just how, how the grass is doing four weeks out. And, and if I think I need to yeah. add anything more just yet, maybe I don't yeah.
0: know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a topic in and of itself, right. To, that's when you start, you know, bombing the nitrogen on your lawn to, to get it, to get you to, get the new grass growing and established. Yeah. Um, you know, that, like I said, is so, a, is a so topic all I, in and of itself, really.
1: One thing I did was I wound up getting the, uh, one of those, uh, pH meters. So I can mm. check, you know, every periodically I'll go out and I'll check, okay, you know, w- my alkaline or my acidic, you know, and I'll, and I'll use the Jonathan green, uh, love your soil. So, and I've had good results with that where I've got it leveled out and, you know, they have the purple bag or they have the, the black one or they have just a brown mm. one, which, you know, and that helps with loosening up the soil compaction too you know, that's a, that's a big one too. You know, you get you know, kids playing on the lawn and you get a lot of compaction. So it, you know, I had a problem when I first moved into this house where my whole backyard was just, it was like solid clay, like, you know, like a rock. And I, I'll put gypsum down, pelletized gypsum. And then you find out that it takes how many years for that stuff to break down. It's like, okay, you got to put a bag down, but it, it takes 10 years for it to actually break down the soil. So it's like, all right, what am I doing here? You know, so get the aerator. You go put the aerator back, but if you don't water it to loosen it up, forget it. You're not getting the you're not getting just the board. Bounces down. It bounces. It's down bounces. Down. Yeah. <laughs> right. you're like, okay. Oh yeah. Uh, you go. You go over it five hundred times, and you hope that you know you broke it up. <laughs> you see it running <laughs> so
5: off your sidewalk, why...
1: and you're like, no, <laughs>
5: right, right.
2: So hey, your first yeah. mo, Your first mo, mm. What's it? What's the timing on the first mo And mm. first, what of type of equipment are you using? So you know, I have a. Um, I have a little over an acre lot and as everybody knows, I got a 60 inch deck. Yeah. Always about size with you. Zach. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I bump it down a little bit and I, it's I use my deck. smaller, I use my smaller deck to tackle it. And, um, a little you lightweight,
1: know you know, they make a
2: 72, right? <laughs> a little lightweight. And, um, <laughs> I just, you know, I don't want to yeah. go too hard, too quick on it. You know what I'm saying? On that yeah. nice virgin grass.
4: keep it so, short. Uh, <laughs> Sure, sure.
2: Like. I use uh I use my push mower. Um but you know, like I, I'm curious what other people are um you know what you, what your guys' strategy is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean out I, my
5: stripe kit and mow tall. Right. That's about it.
0: Right, yeah. I just, you know, kind of wait till well you know, I, I should say before I overseed, I I take the grass down. So that way it has a chance to grow up a little bit uh before it needs cut. And hopefully that'll give the, the germinating grass a chance to, to, to germinating and, and grow a little bit too. Um, but yeah, just, you know, once, once the germinating grass kind of reaches the height where it needs cut, that's where I kind of get on it and, and cut usually, what's that like 10, 10 ish days for, for fescue after it kind of, after it germinates. Um, and yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta be careful of, of not ripping the grass out if you're, if you're turning your mower and, um, you know, all, all that stuff got to avoid the the heavy equipment. Although, you know, I got, I got a time master, which is pretty heavy anyway. So that's kind of hard to avoid at, at, at that point. But, um, you know, especially over like bare, bare areas, that's really delicate grass in there and rips out really easily. So you got to be careful going over that. And then, and, and I think, oh, you said a, a sharp blade too. That's, that's, that's really really important on to get a, a good clean cut and avoid kind of ripping and tugging the, the grass out. You gotta, you gotta be careful yeah. about that tugging action, you know, it can get too rough sometimes.
5: I usually, uh, I'll usually mulch when I'm mowing throughout the season, but I, but after overseeding, I think in the previous times, the, the mature grass has gotten pretty tall. So when I'm cutting, I'm taking a lot off. I don't want all that sitting up there. And I think just having the Toro recycler, I think trying to mulch all that would mm. overwhelm my deck. My deck can't handle that much, mm. so um, sounds like a I bag it. right? Yeah, <laughs> I, bag it. Uh, I don't have sixty inches like Zach, so I can't handle that.
0: Much. I, no, don't, I don't is, have
5: dual. I don't have dual blades with the Time Masters. so right. I'll, I'll bag it, and get it off that yeah, way. You know, it, does, it doesn't sit up there on top. Uh, that's another thing. On I the type I of do blade, blade
1: you're using too. You know, if you're using a you know oh, high yeah. lift mulch, mulch blade, you know, that's what I use. I use the Oregon. Um, yes, high, I have I love Gator blades. Mm-hmm. I gave the blade. I buy them from Amazon with $21. I mean, I take mm-hmm. them yeah, off. I same sharpened. price as the regular yeah. blades. Every, Crazy. every three cuts, I take it off. I sharpen it. You know, what does it take me? 10 minutes to, you know, mm-hmm. put an edge on it. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's a big help too, you know? So even yeah. that, I buy a couple extra ones and you put them on the, on the shelf and, you know, this way you have one sharpened, ready to go. You just pop it on and, and you roll.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Drew, Drew McLeary in the chat said he's, he has a 20 inch Greenworks reel mower. That he uses just for oh, yeah. you know those first few mows after overseeding, um, you know that'll get a nice clean cut and you know that's not too heavy rolling over the grass too and that's something too with those um, you know the battery powered mowers too like the Toro um, sixty volt um, mm-hmm. recycler you know that's a lot lighter than a normal. You know, gas engine mower. So, you know, that's another kind of advantage to to those uh, those battery battery mowers too. So that that's you know, if you want to go that far, you know, you could you could maybe borrow Drew's uh, real mower
2: and and uh, and like and have idea. a light mower. That would be yeah, kind so. Of I'm fun. guilty of this last year, um, but you know, I've heard that you're not supposed to bag when you first do your first mow because the extra suction, you know. Uh.
4: Oh, this is one time where you
2: don't want some extra suction, mm. but you get extra suction and it can kind of pull out them new blades. sucks a little too hard. It can mm. just, it can oh, pull them blue? right out. And, um, <laughs> and I'm guilty of it last year. Like I let mine go and it just exploded. Um, like I let mine go like, you know, two weeks. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to wait. And it was like, oh shit, this thing like exploded. So then I had to bag it. And, um,
4: yeah. <laughs> You know what to do with it. Not in it. It, um, yeah, it just
2: explodes
0: after waiting too long. You know. So I mean, does anybody have like a, a
2: strategy on if they bag or if they not or if they're not when it um, when seed well, If I don't if trust small. the lawn,
0: I'm
4: definitely going to bag
1: it. You know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No. I usually at the beginning of the season, I'll usually bag bag the first couple of cuts just for that. You know, in, in case there is weed seed or there's some kind of weed at the top that you're not mulching it back in. You know, after, to, after you
3: get to know it for a little bit, then just right, bag yeah, it. you just go back. Yeah, you got right. Yeah,
5: you put a ring on it. You know, <laughs> I,
0: I can't remember if I if I bagged it up last year when I overseed my, my first mo after overseeing Yeah, double bag. Get that poa everywhere. So like
1: dropping your seed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, on that note, I think we could kind of pause the the discussion a little bit too, because we got a couple more business items to take care of. Oh, and, uh, right. and Zach, this this yeah. one's back to you. you know la- last week you asked me, you know, where I'll be in in, in mid October, right? And and where where are we gonna where are we gonna be for 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 like the twentieth through the twenty second of October? We're gonna
2: be at the GIE. Hey, about. I don't know. I'm not even actually sure how many people are going, but <laughs> I would say 70% of the crew is going to GIE. Yeah. And we got something special planned during the event. Um, we will be releasing details soon. and um, But we're going to be there hanging out. That's the bottom line. We're going to be chilling, checking out yeah. the new equipment. Um Seeing what's going on, so that's where Jealous. I'm going to be, Sean. Yeah,
0: well, be awesome. I think we could tell. I think we could talk about what what we're going to be doing, right? We've been we've been teasing our viewers long enough. That's we true. can't we can't be we can't be teasing them. Too, I'll give you the you honors. Know? Well, um, we were fortunate enough to partner with uh, Baron Brug for uh, a live episode. We're going to do down at the Baron Brug booth on uh, Friday. Uh, October twenty second, the last day of the show, uh, we'll be in their booth and we'll be recording uh, an episode there. So, if uh, if you're going to be down at GIE or or uh, you know you'll you'll see all the the updates from everybody, you know look look for the Keep Off the Grass live cast crew or at least uh, at least most of the crew uh, to do a to do a live episode uh, at the Baron Brug booth on uh, on Friday morning. So, a nice a nice big. Uh, Awesome. A, a nice big opportunity from, uh, from Baron Brug to, uh, to, to work with us on that super, super thankful and appreciate, appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. They, they actually reached out to us to ask us to to do that. And, you know, we were floored to, to even have the chance to do something like that. So, you know, we've been working through the, the technical aspects of what that means. And, you know, we're hoping to do it live, but, you know, we don't know if, if the Wi-Fi will, will be crappy, you know, down at the, like your first apartment, crappy wifi, uh, down at the convention center. Um, so we might not be able to stream it live, but at a very minimum, we're going to, you know, record the, 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 the podcast and record the episode, record all the the audio and the video, and then, uh, and then we'll post it up as soon as we can, uh, after we're able to do the episode. But if you're there, you know, you, you definitely have the, the opportunity to see live in person, even if it's not live over the stream, um, to uh to, to join us at, at the baron brug booth and and see us see us do an episode of the of the keep off the grass live cast
2: i'd say for sure we'll record it and then you know i'm hoping there's some like um viewers there or you know some people who want to hang out we can do a live episode later in the night somewhere you know so um you know we'll definitely um we'll figure that piece out but yeah it's gonna be a good time
0: yeah yeah, and you know, speaking of uh opportunities, you know, we had the the great opportunity to partner with Pro Pete for Keep Off the Grass Lawn of the Week. And uh, you know, last week's winner we had uh, Alex Mitchell. Uh he had that that big real mode lawn, right? The Ooh, the, yeah. the real tight tight stripes mm-hmm. on that, that real mode. I think it was Bermuda Grass. Um and this week we had some pretty good entries. Uh and uh who wants to and who wants to announce it? Nate, you want to announce it?
3: Oh, I thought Zach was.
2: Oh. Zach? Oh, Zach, you doing it? <laughs> so, um, this week's winner is... Nature boy. What was that, Lily? Oh, I said all the way from the nature boy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Metal Man himself. <laughs> Midwesting... You Midwesting official, the
0: official lawn of the Midwest. <laughs>
5: those are some straight stripes.
2: Yeah, that
1: looks
5: yeah,
2: good. Those are and solid, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. I see really like, it. He's close to my location, mm. he's about maybe two hours away, and so he, he's kind of had the similar uh climate as me. So, I mean. I don't know if he's watering, but I mean that's impressive, so yeah yeah, even with the the shade under those trees and stuff
0: too that's that's well, really nice yeah
3: well the top the top picture there there's a garden hose that looks like laying out, <laughs> so I would assume I would assume there's some water going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the,
0: the stripes are kind of, you know, kind of horizontal, makes it look a little bit bigger, you know, get those. Yeah. Get the, dramatic. Get the Right. 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 If you manicure it in just the right way, it always looks a little mm-hmm. bit bigger. Right? Yeah. 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 You got to shape it yeah, in the can, right direction. Congrats to a Midwesting official. He'll uh, join the Keep Off the Grass Lawn of the Week uh, Club, uh, another recipient of the championship belt for the week. Uh, I'm sure uh the the president of the the club, Mr. Drunk Long Guy, is probably hopefully already reaching out to him. Uh I saw him in the chat earlier. So uh if uh if Midwesting's in there too, he can uh he can provide a little bit of of uh of additional uh info about his lawn, what the grass type is. It, it, you know, obviously cool season grass, but you know, is it fescue or, or bluegrass? What are you doing to mow it? Um those details are always kind of fun to see. Um, but you know, you could reach out to the keep off the grass uh Instagram send us a DM because you are the proud owner of a mm-hmm. uh ProPete uh a, a bag of ProPete fertilizer or some ProPete merch. Uh so thanks to uh to ProPete for sponsoring this and and helping us uh helping us help you with uh, with with their product so thank you to everyone that submits um you know again we talked about it a little bit earlier but just you know tag hashtag K O T G Lawn of the Week. Uh, in a post on Instagram, um, not a story because those disappear and we're not fast enough sometimes to see them. Um, and that way we can go back and take a look at everybody. And, and again, there's some, some great entries this week. So thanks to everybody that uh, continues to enter, um, everybody that, that, that has entered every, all the other winners, you know, a, a really cool thing that's kind of building around this, uh, this lawn of the week, uh,
5: yeah. This is 100%. a tough time of year for a cool season. And we've gotten some really, really good looking lawns. I'm like, man, some of these guys are, they know what they're doing. It's its yeah. hard. It's tough every week, man. Yeah. The yards look good. I don't know. Everybody's from different parts of the country, even different countries, you know, it's cool to see what folks are doing in their yards and, and how they're keeping it through summer. It's been awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've had what war- we've had some warm season, some cool season, some real mode, some rotary mode, some, Big lawns and small lawns, so, you know.
5: Crisp edges. Yeah,
0: right. Even a couple wavy stripes, despite Nate's uh, mm. protest votes.
5: Nate so. tried.
1: <laughs> what Would you, what did you <laughs> say, drunk no. lawn guys in here, or is he in a shower eating ice cream cones? I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know.
2: He might be posting, stealing my blowjob phrase. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, no. you know I was giving him crap. He stole, my, he stole my phrase, man. He made it real. You know, <laughs> it's all right, though. He up giving me props.
0: shower. Well, that's awesome. there you go. mid Midwesting, I, right. I didn't see if he posted anything. Buddy. But congrats. Very well deserved. Great entry. And, and everybody else, keep entering. Keep uh, keep tagging your lawns, and
4: we'll see who wins next week. Hey, yeah. I want to help some people get Pro Pete. Um, there's a website that's called um, Winfield United Pro. And I've been talking with them, and they used to have a deal where you had to buy six 50-pound bags or more to get free shipping. They've actually changed that now to where if you buy four 50-pound bags, you get free shipping. And you can mix-match your NPK. So if you want to have some 7 4 for winter stress or summer stress, and you want some seventeen oh four, the only thing you have to do is all four bags have to be the same Um prill size hmm. so you can either like do all greens grade or or all fairway grade but that's a killer deal i think it works out to like cool. 40 or 45 dollars a bag wow. for 50 pound bags delivered to your door
0: yeah that's home about the same price board. that uh Only home depot shipping. sells them for for the shipping yeah
4: but they have yep. but home depot don't have 50 pounders Right, they're twenty ers I think.
0: Yeah, twenty five is what I got. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And
4: that Pro
0: Pete Triple Eleven would be a, a nice uh, starter for starter. it too. I've used yeah. that mm-hmm. for starter, but it's like I say, you
4: could buy you some Triple Eleven, get you some seven four fourteen for some uh, you know stress seventeen oh four. You know, you can mix it up and have your whole program for a whole year. That's and, a pretty um, good
5: deal. Yeah, that's yeah I think sweet. it's like one hundred
4: and sixty some odd dollars for four bags delivered. What so, is
5: it, Winfield United? You said
4: winfield united professional
5: yeah, check it out
4: nice. yes it's nice just a deal. good contact to find propete. yeah
0: nice good so talk fertilizer right after after putting uh putting your grass seed down right starter fertilizer and you know follow up for fert applications uh talked a little bit of bio stems Talked some herbicides, talked watering, most importantly, too, at the very beginning. That was a, a good uh, good little discussion. What else What else did we miss?
3: Sharp blades. We hit that. Oh, yeah, yeah. First mo. Yeah, it's very first mow job out of the, yeah. Go out yeah. and give your blades a good sharpen before mm-hmm. you're going to hit that first mow. So, very important. I
5: tend to read it a story at night before bed after a week <laughs> of overseeding just to kind of let them know I love it, you yeah. know, and I wanted to get big and strong.
3: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. don't forget that. I know. I know a big important one, a very very important step after overseeding. Keep off the grass. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, that's that, true. That's, that's very very you important because you don't want traffic on there. You know. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah. keep that in mind. You know. I know a lot of people will get out like a stake and some, you know, ribbon or whatever it is, and rope off the area. Uh, but you know, generally speaking, if you overseed, you don't. It's not as dramatic looking. So. You know, kid, neighbor, kids or mailman or whatever, FedEx, UPS, they're notorious for just walking through your lawn, you know, so that's something maybe if you got a sign or something like that, you throw it out there, uh, but that's important, you know, less traffic as you can possibly do for that first, I'd say a couple of weeks at least.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. yeah. Good tip. Turn your, turn your lawn into a crime scene. Make your, make your neighbors want to stay off it. Put the police tape up and the caution tape, all that stuff. Right.
4: Yeah, that'll just make them more nosy.
0: <laughs> right.
3: If you're, if your neighbors don't already know what you're doing and what kind of guy you are, <laughs> I right. think it's pretty obvious, right?
5: <laughs> I yeah. love so, you know. that first, that first mow four weeks later, when you got your edges are all overgrown and they're hanging over and you come by with the trimmer or the edger and you just, oh, it just looks so good. It stands straight up and down. Yeah. That's like one of the best, one of the best mows I think of the year is you have you just level off that real tall grass. Mm. I don't know. On
3: well, nice. that new grass, that new grass is always so green. It's mm-hmm, just like yeah. mean, it's just like pure as shit. I mean, it looks so good, you know. Yeah. Oh man, it's thin.
5: So, stands straight up. You know,
3: yeah. looks like you. a young. It's like a young buck just ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> ready to <laughs> explode, explode everywhere. The right? domination
0: line.
5: <laughs> Cut me, daddy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> We oh, he, need. Where's Cody? Yeah. yeah, we need
0: Cody. <laughs> <laughs> He's <better at> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in fall. You know, fall's already a good time of the season for or a good time of the year for for the cool season grasses. So even even better wow. with the the overseeded fresh fresh grass in there. So yeah, nice. Yes,
3: yeah, nice. for sure.
0: All right. Sure well, I think it's about that time, right? Uh, we, we had some pretty good. <laughs> Just the tips. That, I think we gave everybody enough of our tips uh, tonight. So. <laughs> um, make sure you're following Keep Off the Grass Livecast on Instagram um, at Keep Off the Grass Livecast. Uh, enter the KOTG Lawn of the Week. Uh, check out the website. Thanks to Zach again for for showing off the the hard work that, that we've been putting in the, into the website. Um, make sure you like and subscribe and all that good stuff to uh, help us out and, and make sure you're staying up to date with the content, uh, including uh, our soon to be uh, live episode uh, from down at uh, down at GIE at the Brug booth. So, some cool things coming. Appreciate everybody's support. Appreciate everybody hanging out tonight. What's next week? Next week we will be talking. Liquid versus granular fertilizers. So, Ooh. A, a nice uh, little continuation of the discussion we we started tonight. With fertilizers, um, and then all leads up to a few episodes from now. When we have a really, really special uh, special guest uh, joining us. So, lots of cool things in store. So, next week, liquid versus granular li- <laughs> liquid versus granular fertilizers. So, uh, so make sure you're subscribing and hit the bell so you're getting the alert when we go live for that episode.
3: Probably see a YouTube video between now and then from someone, so oh. we'll see. Interesting. No, I'm saying someone will probably go out and make a video real quick on it. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll five
5: see. reasons why you wait. Wait, no, five yep. reasons why you should use liquid this fertilizer. The five, yeah, oh. the five differences
0: between liquid and.
5: anyway okay I love you guys right, boys well
0: (laughs) good episode thanks to everybody in the chat for hanging out see y'all next week